Dude, you guys are making me hungry. Get that wing crap out of my face. Can you see it? I can see your leftovers there. I'm hungry. Oh, <laughs> There's actually still like, I don't know, probably probably like 10 left, man. <laughs> nice, I'll be there. Be there for Thanksgiving. <laughs> There's like there's like three chicken wings left on bees. Bone. <laughs> B, you don't he clean said your bones. I don't clean them good. <laughs> yeah, dude. Are you worse than Zach? Maybe I have no idea. I don't like the grit. What is it called? Gristle or whatever it is. I don't like the gristle. <laughs> Andy can literally completely clean a wing to where you could Wait, you could it, put it, that it. bone on display in a in a case and it would be perfectly clean. Is that talk with a couple of goobs? Is that talk cause the name starts with E and Z? Is that talk with a couple of goobs? Fantasy football mateys that understand. Hello and welcome to the EZ Talk Fantasy Football Podcast. Featuring Eric Lee and Zach G. Coming to you from the EZ Talk Studios in Ohio. What is up, Fantasy Fools? This is Eric Lee. And Zach G on the mic. We got our producer, B-Shape, behind the glass. Yeah, yeah. We got some cool stuff for you guys today. A real nice surprise. We got a new segment we're showcasing this week. We also have with that segment a phone-in from a fantasy analyst out there on the west side of the Mississippi, so we'll have some good stuff for you in this show. Lee, you wanna hit us off with this week's big news? Yeah, and I got some big news. Let's start with uh, some notable injuries. Big Ben Roethlisberger goes down. He's expected to miss four weeks. And um, the other big injury uh, comes from the West Coast, Marshawn Lynch, beast mode. Um, they're calling him a 50-50 game time decision right now. You want to keep an eye on that. Definitely. Um, those are, there's a lot of injuries, but those are the two biggest, most fantasy relevant. Um, the Ravens are off to an 0-3 start. And to, just to let you know, the last time a team in the NFL made the playoffs when they started a season 0-3 was 1998. The Bills and the Lions did it. So not a good start in Baltimore. Um, some exciting news. The Chiefs finally threw a touchdown pass to a wide receiver. It had been since week 14 to Dwayne Bowe in 2013 since the Chiefs have thrown a receiving touchdown. This time it went to the Mac attack, Jeremy Macklin. And just to give you a little perspective on how long it's been, the United States has found water on Mars before the Chiefs threw a touchdown pass. <laughs> you know, I'm proud of them there in Kansas City. I really, I, you could see the joy on their faces when they actually got a receiving touchdown. You know, not nothing to throw at a uh, Aaron Rodgers, but he, I think he threw five of them that game to wide receiver. Yeah, so. he did. He hey. did. Um, a couple things to uh, fantasy owners need to take note of is that bye weeks have started, so pay attention. Please don't be the person that doesn't set your lineup. Don't be that guy. And also, the Jets and Dolphins are kicking off rather early, 9.30 a.m. on Sunday. That's because they're going to be flying across the pond to play the game in London. Yeah, and with them playing in London, I would uh, be careful of the weather. It always seems to rain over there. Terrible weather every time they go across the pond, so keep that in mind. For sure. I uh, want to throw at you a couple uh, cool stats that happened this past week, and that is uh, Tom Brady threw his 400th career touchdown pass. Uh, so that's a pretty big mark for, for Tom. And uh, what I think is even um, a cooler stat is the lead league in scoring the past three years is also on the Patriots, but it's probably not who you think it is. Do you Gronk. know what it is? It's got to be Gronk. It's close. It's Gostowski. 
Steven Gostowski, the Patriots kicker, is the lead league in scoring the past three years, and he just set a record for consecutive PATs, 425. That's impressive. Um, I'm sure someone will be dumb and draft him in the fourth round next year. (laughs) Don't be that guy. Also, Peyton Manning, second player to complete 6,000 passes. Pretty big deal. The only person ahead of him, if I'm reading this right, is some guy named Brett Favre. Only man ahead of Peyton Manning. Hey! You're talking to my guy all wrong. It's wrong tone. Do it again. I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Uh, I like this story. It comes from New Orleans and Cleveland. The McCown brothers. They both got the start Sunday for their teams. And they're certified backups, so it was kind of a cool storyline. Maybe only if you're you're their mom and dad, but nonetheless. You know what? My favorite part of this season is seeing Luke McCown on those Verizon commercials, to be honest. Those are, I like them. And my favorite image of the week as I'm scrolling through the internet is the Bennett bros, Michael and Martella, Seattle and Chicago, blocking each other. Did you see it? I Yeah, I did see it. I thought they were hugging. <laughs> Could have fooled me. Hey, thanks for the big news. Let's head into my favorite segment where we get to uh, bring some validity to the stuff we called last week called You Should Have Listened. Now I guess I should have listened. All right, I'm going to start off with uh, my favorite call from last week, and we're going to make this section short, not because we didn't get a lot right, but just because we got a lot to give you guys this week. So we're going to hit our top You Should Have Listened, and my top You Should Have Listened comes out of Atlanta, Devontae Freeman. Um, I was high on him last week. A lot of the other analysts out there were not so high on Devontae Freeman, and uh, I came out smelling like roses. Let me give you what he what he did. 30 carries, 141 yards, and two, oh, no, three touchdowns on the ground. And then in that passing game, five receptions for 52 yards. A monstrous day for my man over there in Atlanta. And I like him again this week. Um, you're probably not going to get that same value that he had last week, but he's still a good play. Um, he put up like 38 fantasy points last week. He's a great Great running back in that system. What do you got for us? Yeah, you definitely should have listened to that. Um, here's one thing I like. We, we try to pick a game each week to preview, and we try to pick what's going to be the most exciting game we see. Uh, it's going to be happening in the NFL each week. And we picked the Falcons and Cowboys game, and that was probably the most exciting game. For so sure. I, I'm just saying that's a good call right there. You should have sat in front of the TV and watched that. Um, I called. I said you should have keep an eye on Rashard Matthews, the Dolphins wide receiver, and uh, he's been doing some big things. Last week, he turned in 113 yards and two touchdowns, accounted for about 25 fantasy points. And uh, you say a lot of that may came in junk time, but it doesn't matter if you're a fantasy player. You take the points any way you can get them. Uh-huh. And he's been a big target for Tannehill, and he's going to be moving forward. Yeah, you should have listened. All right, hey, let's hit it off to uh, the next part of this uh, this show where we give you our sneaky, sleepy picks. I'm skipping you one minute for pillow. Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. Yeah, I think you should take a look at Rawls-Royce. That is Thomas Rawls, Seattle's backup running back. He had a big week last week when Lynch went out. He came in, carried the ball 16 times for 104 yards. And I think if Lynch misses this week, the carries aren't going to go to Fred Jackson. They're going to go to Rawls. 
Isn't that the same Rawls that had a, uh, a larceny charge while he's in college at Michigan? Yeah, uh, that's correct. He was indicted for, I believe it was stealing a purse and some credit cards. But the only thing he's stealing right now is carries from the veteran Fred Jackson. I really like him. Um, he, he's going to be available in your leagues. He's probably a hot pickup on the waiver wire. So if you haven't got your uh, claim in, get it in now. Nice. That's a good one. All right, I'm going to go over to Devin Smith, the wide receiver for the Jets. First game back last week with Eric Decker out. He had nine targets, three receptions for only 39 yards. But the targets are what I'm looking at, the nine targets. Uh, I think him and Fitzpatrick get on the same page this week. Miami is the 23rd ranked defense versus wide receiver. So I would just watch for him. He's somebody that I would see uh, maybe being sneaky. And uh, if as long as Decker's injured still, he's a good play, I think. Yeah, he's got, Fitzpatrick's got to throw the ball to someone. Uh, I'm going to talk about another buck nut, and that's Ted Ginn Jr., the Panthers wide receiver. Um Widely considered to be a draft bust, I think Ginn Jr.'s uh, going to make good on his promise to be a prominent NFL wideout. Let me give you his scoring the past three weeks. Started with an average 5.8, then bumped it up to 10.9 and kept it consistent with a 10.1 last week. He's clearly emerged as the number two target in Carolina behind Greg Olson. Um, last week, four catches, six targets, 93 yards. Um, I really am liking what Cam Newton is doing so far. I think he's just going to get better and better as the season progresses, and Ginn Jr. is going to benefit a lot. I think, and you know what else I think benefits there? Ted Ginn played in college with Troy Smith, and Troy Smith was that mobile quarterback, and uh, Cam's been uh, keeping the play alive, and Ted Ginn could benefit off of some of those deep plays, so he could have a couple big plays this week, maybe put up a couple touchdowns. I like that call. All right, I'm going to go over to uh, the Bills. Back to Sexy Rexy squad, Charles Clay. I think he's finally gotten on the same page. The tight end for the Bills. Last week he had seven targets, five receptions for 82 yards and a touchdown. He's playing, this is the big thing, they're playing the Giants, the 29th ranked defense against tight end. They have been lit up. They're averaging giving up 15 fantasy points to tight ends. I think he's a good play this week, and I really think that he could, uh, he could do some good things for your lineup. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, uh, this next pick, I've been getting called crazy all day for bringing this one to the table. And that's my man in Indianapolis, Philip Dorsett. He's a rookie. He's not seen a big workload. Um, but last week, he got three targets. But here's what I like. He capitalized on those three targets, hauling in two catches, 43 yards, and a touchdown. Now, look, if you're desperate, if you need a receiver because someone's on bye week or you've just run out of money on the salary cap in your DFS... Take a look at Philip Dorsett. He could really uh, capitalize against Jacksonville this week. I think Andrew Luck's going to be bouncing back this week. The Colts are kind of looking for that game that's just going to kind of turn them around and say, hey, we are the Colts you think we are, and I'm the quarterback you think I am. I think it comes this week at Jacksonville. I think there's a lot of targets um, to go around, and I think Dorsett is going to get some of them. You're not worried at all about that shoulder injury that Luck's dealing with? You think he's going to be all right? Uh, Luck can throw the ball with his beard. <laughs> <laughs> he has a nice beard. All right, I'm going to go to Jonathan Stewart, the running back for the Panthers. Real quickly, Jonathan Stewart has not put up numbers that you consider fantasy worthy, but he has a cake matchup this week. They're playing against Tampa Bay, 30th versus the run. They, listen to what they've done the past few weeks. First week, they gave up 23 fantasy points to Bishop Sankey. 
25 the next week to Mark Ingram, and 27 to Alfred Blue. None of those guys really scream, I'm a stud running back. I think Jonathan Stewart gets things turned around this week, so he's somebody that I would look at playing. And just to kind of throw in there as a long term, maybe look at picking up Jonas Gray. He's doing some things in Miami, and I think he might be a player that you could pick up and take a look at for the long term, taking that job away from Lamar Miller. You got anything for us on Daily Fantasy? Um, yeah, you, you probably really want to consider investing in Martellus Bennett this week, the Bears tight end. And let me tell you why. He's facing the Raiders. Let me give you the past three weeks of tight ends who have played the Raiders. You got Tyler Eifert, Crockett Gilmore, and Gary Barnridge. They all set career highs in receptions and yards. It's simple as this. The Raiders give up gobs of yards and touchdowns to tight ends. They just can't, that secondary must not know how to handle a tight end. And Bennett is going to be the best tight end they faced. Now, granted, you're going to have, uh, what's his name? Clawson? Uh, yeah, Slim Jimmy back there. <laughs> but I think he's still going to be able to find Bennett. And I think uh, Bennett's going to have a big game this week. So he might be worth investing in in your DFS league. I like that. Another, a QB we already talked about a little bit, David Carr. Called him last week. For the Raiders, 7,000 in uh, FanDuel. Playing Chicago this week, the 25th ranked defense against the quarterback. Um, another A wide receiver I would throw out there, James Jones is a huge value play this week. His his price in FanDuel is 6,000. He's down there in the bottom. He's in the shadow of Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb's big week last week put him kind of down there. Um, but listen to this stat line: seven receptions, 139 yards, and a touchdown. That's not nothing. To, that's not something you want to just uh, bypass when you're making your FanDuel lineup. I think he's the best value at wide receiver this week. Yeah, um, I just traded him in our league, but I still like him. <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't pass it up. Um, I'm going to talk about a couple stacks, and if you're not familiar with that strategy, just let us explain really quick what it is. You're going to find a quarterback, a wide receiver, or a quarterback and tight end duo, and you're going to just kind of base it on who's got the best matchups that week, who's really going to capitalize in their matchup. So if a quarterback and wide receiver is facing a, a really slow secondary, real small secondary, you think, okay, they're, going to, they're really going to be able to take advantage of them. You want to stack them so you get more points for every uh, touchdown, catch, and, and throw, and that kind of thing. Yeah, I like that strategy. What do you got for us? What's some stacks you got for us? Um, I like Derek Carr, Amari Cooper. They're facing the Bears. The Bears secondary is not the greatest right now. Um, the Bears are giving up like 35 points a game maybe. Mm-hmm. It, it's not too pretty in Chicago. I think Carr and Cooper is going to be able to uh, hook up on some big plays. And also my man, uh, Super Cam and Greg Olson. They had a huge week last week. I think that continues in Tampa Bay. I like that. A couple, a couple of values I would tell you at running back. Uh, Danny Woodhead, running back for the Chargers, sixty-one hundred dollars this week. Playing Cleveland, twenty-third versus, versus the run defense, so they um, are a good matchup for Danny Woodhead. Another guy, Ryan Matthews. Reports are that Demarco Murray set out a couple of practices early this week. He might not be ready to play, and I honestly think Ryan Matthews is a better fit for that type of offense. He's a downhill runner. And he, he gets in and goes, and I think that's what they've been missing these past few weeks. So look for him to have a good game, $5,900 for him. And last, Carlos Williams. You know I've been high on him from week one. I told you guys to go out and pick him up before everybody else thought it was popular. Now he's the buzz in the fantasy world. He's still cheap as a running back. Not as cheap as the other guys, but he's somebody that you can get. I would look at him. They're playing the Giants, the 26th ranked run D. So 
a good matchup for him. Yeah, let's move on to this week's game preview, and I really like this one. We're going to be taking a look at the Bengals and the Chiefs game. We've already talked about a lot of those players, and we're going to talk about them a little bit more right now. What do you got for us? Um, let's start off on the Bengals side of the ball. Um, you were talking about stacks earlier. I like the Andy Dalton, A.J. Green stack. Dalton is hot right now. Super hot. Feeling hot, hot, hot. And, and he's playing a very... Very weak defense. Chiefs are 31, 31st defense against the quarterback. Um, they average giving up 25 fantasy points to quarterbacks. So I think he is a great play. And if you're looking for that stack, throw him with A.J. Green. For sure. Look, the Chiefs secondary got picked apart. Have, have They've just been getting picked apart. 861 yards, 10 total touchdowns through the air so far this season. That is just what is going on in Kansas City that they can't stop the ball through the air. Hey, and you know what? On that side of the ball as well, another value play, Marvin Jones, the wide receiver there. He's starting to get things going. He's got the big play potential. He had a TD, a touchdown in the last two weeks. He's only 5,500 in FanDuel, so he's definitely a player that you could throw in as that value play. Yeah, um, here's the question Cincinnati uh, got to answer, and we're going to answer it for fantasy owners right now. What are we going to do with Jeremy Hill and Giovanni Bernard? People were really high on Jeremy Hill this year, um, and, and I think that's right. He, he was poised to have a big season, but here's the problem. He's only getting 31% of the snaps, and is that just because they were pass-happy last week? Um, or, or what's going on? Are they going back to Bernard? I, you know what, in my opinion, and I don't know how you feel on this, I like Giovanni Bernard better, and I think this is the week for him um, because of that pass defense is so weak, and he's using the passing game. It's plain and simple. Jeremy Hill's not using the passing game, and Giovanni Bernard is, so I like him this week. What, do you, what are your thoughts um, on it? Obviously, if you're a fantasy owner of one of those, uh, one or both of those backs, you're probably going to play him because you drafted him early. But um, in DFS, I don't know if I would touch him because the Chiefs have a strong front seven. They are fairly decent stopping the run. And even though they cannot stop wide receivers, here's an interesting stat. The Chiefs have given up the fewest receptions to running backs since last season. So although they can't stop the ball down the field, to running backs to do a fairly good job of stopping them. So I don't like Hill or Bernard as DFS picks, and I don't think either of them have a too big of a game against the Chiefs. Yeah, I wouldn't play either one, but if I had to, I would take Giovanni Bernard. Yeah, he's been seeing the work and he's capitalizing. Um, I Let me just look at my notes here. Next to Jeremy Hill, I have Sidham. All right, Sidham. I agree. Um, anything else on that? Tyler Eifert had some flashes in the pan and wasn't so hot last week. Do you see somebody that you're playing, or what do you think? Um, the Eif man. He's the a Notre Dame grad. He's a Notre Dame grad, so I like him a little bit with that. You know what? With A.J. Green, Marvin Jones being so quick, and Andy Dalton being so hot, he just feels comfortable going to them right now. I don't think Eifert sees a lot of targets. All right. Go over to the Kansas City side of the ball. I mean, not a lot to look at there, but I mean, obviously, Jamal Charles, you're, you're playing him. He's had a big game against Green Bay, whether it was kind of junk time or whatever you want to call it. The Bengals are 17th against the run, so they're, they're kind of in that middle ground, so a decent matchup, nothing great. Um, what do you think there? Yeah, definitely. Uh, Charles is one of the leading fantasy running backs right now. I think he actually might even be the number one scoring running back in fantasy. Um, if you want to invest in him in DFS, I think it's going to be a good investment. You're, you're going to get a return on that investment. 
Um, I think he has a pretty big game. Um, but what about Chiefs receivers? I mean, they just caught their first touchdown pass, like we mentioned, since 2013. Is there any action? Are you uh, rolling the dice on any of them? You know what? I like Jeremy Macklin, always have, but um, I would stay away from him, to be honest. Uh, I mean, if you're going to play a Chiefs wide receiver, Jeremy Macklin's the guy, but outside of that, I would I would kind of hold back on that end of things. Um, you also got Travis Kelsey over there, the wide receiver. He gets the targets. He's one of those guys, Gronk-esque. I think you have to play him. Oh, yeah, for sure. I watched a l I watched some of the Chiefs uh, game last week, and I was blown away by how – how often uh, Alex Smith targets Kelsey. I mean, he looks to him just like nonstop. Maybe even a little too much, to yeah. be honest. It's the, the defenses are keying in. So who are you taking this week in, in this game? I, it's a fun game to watch. You keep thinking the Bengals are going to stay undefeated, or are you taking the Chiefs? You know what? Um, I really like the Bengals in this one. I think they moved to 4-0. And I think Alex Smith, even though he's been a he's a pretty good game manager, um, we've seen some hiccups in his game last week. I think those continue against Cincinnati. I like the Bengals. I, on the other hand, like the Chiefs. I think that Jamal Charles has a big day, and um, I think the Bengals finally kind of snap back to reality and become that Ohio sports team that we know and love. All right, next up, we're going to go into a new segment we like to call "Lace 'Em or Replace 'Em." All right, Fantasyland, we have a special treat for you. Uh, a fantasy guru from west of the Mississippi, he comes to you live, and he's going to give us some insight on this special segment we like to call Lace em or Replace em. Andy, can you say hello to the audience tonight? Hey, guys, how's it going? Thanks for having me on the soon-to-be award-winning show. Honored to be here. Looking forward to dropping some knowledge. All right, well, let's get straight to it. Okay, here's what our listeners want to know. Are you smoking Whedon this week? Brandon Whedon. <laughs> I am high on Brandon Whedon this week. Uh, you know, he had, a, uh, he had a pretty low output last week in terms of points, but since taking over for Tony Romo, the man has completed nearly 90% of his passes. Um, they're playing the Saints, who are last place overall to fantasy quarterbacks. Uh, the man brings a maturity to the game. Uh, he's in his 30s now. So uh, I, I look for him to, to get a couple TDs through the air this week and, and put up some solid fantasy points. You know what? I think he brings a smoking hot wife to the game as well. And uh, he's that gunslinger from Oklahoma State. So I like that call. All right, let's go on to another guy, another high-profile quarterback that's kind of stepped into the spotlight. Derek Carr, lace him or replace him? Go ahead and lace him with Derek Carr. He's a uh, he's a solid start this week in daily fantasy league and uh, in uh, other fantasy formats. Um, he's been pretty pretty hot. Uh, back to back three hundred yard passing games. The man's got a stud receiving core. Um, Amari Cooper. No one can guard him these days. Uh, Eric's favorite target, Michael Crabtree, the Crab Man. The crab Man. The crab Man. <laughs> The crab man, he's uh, he's got it all. So go ahead and uh, lace him up with Derek Carr. I like that call. I actually have him starting on my fantasy team. Um, let's move to the backfield. What about Carlos? Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Lace him or replace him? Yeah, Carlos Hyde. We're gonna go with lace him this week. The man had a week one explosion against the Vikings. He was clearly the better number twenty eight that game. Since then, 49ers have been in blowout games, been playing from behind, 
haven't had a chance to run the ball much. He's still, you know, getting his his number. I think he's in like the six point range. But um, they're going up against the Green Bay Packers, 24th ranked against the run. They gave up three rushing touchdowns last week to my man Jamal Charles. So go ahead and lace it up with with Carlos Hyde. Now, don't you own both Jamal Charles and Carlos Hyde in your actual fantasy team? You know what I do, and uh, thanks for bringing that up, Zach, because last week, you know what, I just, I, I had to get the win, and I think I destroyed someone 120 to 66. Um, yeah, that's and, enough. And a lot of that's enough said. We can hang up on you at any time. You know that. <laughs> All right, let's uh, go over to another running back who had an explosive week last week. Um, a lot of hype around him, formerly known as CJ2K. Now we just call him Little Chris Johnson. What do you got for us on him? Lace him or replace him? Go ahead and replace him this week. Don't buy the hype. Uh, last week, the Cardinals were in a blowout win against the 49ers, so they were handing the rock to Chris Johnson. The first two weeks of the season, Chris Johnson uh, averaged just over three yards a carry. I'm sure he's going to get back into that form. Not to mention Andre Ellington is coming back. He's still uh, recovering from injury, but he does look to steal those carries and passes out of the backfield. So replace CJ2K. Okay, well, thanks for that info. Let's slide on over, take a look at a couple wideouts. Um, all right, we got Keenan Allen. Lace him or replace him for Keenan Allen? What do you got for us? Lace him. I'm buying the hype with Keenan Allen. The man has had 29 receptions in the first three of the season, and that includes a pretty uh, average outing in week two. Um, he looks to get back into rookie season form where he posted a thousand yard season with eight touchdowns. He's going up against a soft uh, Cleveland secondary who's ranked 24th against receivers. Uh, he's a safe bet this week. Go ahead and lace him. Sounds good. We got time for one tight end. Um, let's see. Let's take a look at uh, Jordan Reed. A lot of listeners are wondering if we should lace him or replace him on Jordan Reed. You know, this was a tough one for me, but uh, I got to go with Laysom. Uh, tight ends, uh, as far as the output goes, you know, there's only a few of them in the game that really are week in, week out guys that you want to start. But I'm going to go with Laysom with Jordan Reed. He's averaging uh, over six receptions a game. Uh, one of the few consistent players the Skins have. Um, he does have a pretty tough matchup against the Eagles, who allow the third fewest points to tight ends. But... Uh, if you're playing daily fantasy leagues uh, with Gronk out this week, he's a good bet at $5,600. You um, can't beat that with a stick. Lace him. All right. Hey, and I got one bonus one for you to throw out there. Tim Tebow. Lace him or replace him. <laughs> Is the Tebow ever going to get back in the NFL? Do you think there's a shot? There were some rumblings that he might be coming to Dallas. I know you guys are high on the Whedon. But, uh, hey, lace him or replace him on Tim Tebow. Hit us with something. <laughs> Uh, Tim Tebow, I, you know what? The, the Cowboys, uh, they have their fair share of problems. Like we said last week, I think, uh, yeah, what's his name? Dallas Witten sprained everything. So I could see Tebow taking a tight end roll out there. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, Andy K for coming on the show. We look forward to having you back next week for the segment, Lace Them or Replace Them. Have a good one. We'll catch you later. Thanks, guys. Peace. One love. And that's all we have time for on this week's episode of the Easy Talk Fantasy Show. 
Um, until next week, follow your gut, make the calls, and uh, live large. Peace. Peace. Peace.